All right, like my dad said, my name's Will. I know a lot of you. Um, how about that storm earlier? Wow. That was pretty cool, wasn't it? Um, what was even cooler, well, first off, I mean, it was pretty cool how it came in. It was super dark, and uh, you could hear the thunder. Some of y'all saw the lightning. I didn't see it, but uh, um, it was kind of a bummer. I did not want to speak in the barn, to be honest. <laughs> That's not fun down there. Um, but what was even cooler was uh, coming out of the barn, uh, more so sitting in the barn and seeing that light shine into the back. It's pretty cool. It makes me think that no matter what kind of storm's going on, it can't blot out that light. That light's always going to shine. No matter what's going on in your life, the light's going to keep shining. No matter what you've gotten into, no matter what life's thrown at you, no matter what kind of family struggles you're going through, the light's still shining. Amen. And it's shining right at you. It's waiting on you. It's not going anywhere. We're talking about grace tonight. Introducing grace. And I'm not going to lie, I got here a couple nights ago. I've learned more about grace in these few few days here than I have in a few years. Um, it's been pretty incredible. Y'all are in for, in for a trip this week. It's going to be fun. Um, how many of you are a part of a team or a group? Most of y'all sport, is it, y'all talking about sports mostly? Yeah. Who's in student council? Who's in FCA? Who's in FFA? Okay. All right. Is there anyone here who's not, who kind of feels alone? Is there anyone here who has trouble fitting in? There was a time through my life, uh, I was in junior high, I was in some y'all's age. There, there was a time I I struggled um, with depression. I struggled. I uh, wasn't happy. I got made fun of a lot of school. I was naive about stuff. And so that, that made room for other people to kind of make a lot of fun of me. Um, and I was lanky and skinny and uncoordinated. There's there's lots of room. It's it's funny now looking back, but like I was depressed. I was anxious. It was hard to eat sometimes. It was hard to hard really hard to sleep. Um, I not gonna lie. I thought about hurting myself. I did. It was a hard time. But you know what? That light kept shining. It never stopped shining. We're gonna start in Ephesians tonight. Ephesians chapter 1. Uh, chapter 1. Well, first off, okay. There are some of you that I know, because I was there, have a hard time fitting in. Feel alone. I know you feel alone here. Some of you do. There's sometimes, I was quiet as a kid too. I had a hard time fitting here in cabins too. Because a lot of kids like to talk a lot. I don't like to talk a lot. I'm nervous up here because I don't like to talk a lot. Um... Okay, at the count of three, we're all going to say, I'm in. Okay, actually, we're going to yell it. Okay, can y'all do that? Can we just forget the coolness factor of being here? Let's act like we're all on this front row right here. All right, and let's say, I'm in. Yell it. 
One, two, three. There you go. I like it. I like it. Y'all are part of the Blue Haven Club. I'm not going to lie. You're here. You're part of it. But even Candace and I, when we're at home sometimes, we see campers on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. We see them in a different way than we saw them here. They're, they're, yeah, no matter, you're always going to be part of this club. You've been here. You're going to be part of it. But uh, they're not, they're not following Christ. I want to let you know there's something more that we want you to get other than being just here, part of this place. There's something more to life. Starting in Ephesians 1, chapter 3, uh, 1, 3 through 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Even as he chose us, he chose you before the foundation, foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. He chose you. He picked you. You're on his team. You're in his group. You're in his family. If you've, if you've, if you've accepted Christ, if, you've, if you have taken him on, you're part of the family. If you don't know Christ, if you're still deciding to, the good news is there's not a limited amount of spots. That's right. There's always room at the table. His family, <laughs> there's plenty of elbow room. Right. We got lots of room. He wants you. And we want you to want him to get Christ, to get in. That's what we want. Verse 5 through 6. In love he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. Amen. To the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us, in the beloved Jesus Christ. Glorious grace. Two days ago, I had a lesser idea what grace was. Now I know. Let's, let's sidetrack. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm a highly critical person, mostly of myself. I know what I've done wrong. I got a list. I know it. It's in my head. I know what I've done wrong. But you know what grace is? Grace is God knowing that list and still saying, I love you. I forgive you. Y'all have all got lists. It's not a forgive and forget type thing. It's him knowing, knowing you've done wrong. He knows I've done wrong. He knows them all. And you know what? He ain't going to forget. He's not dumb. He's not going to forget what I've done wrong. He's going to love me anyways. That's right. He's going to love you anyways. Right. So, a good example that my dad gave me of grace. <laughs> I laughed. Because it's true. A, a good example of a, a bad situation of grace is it something that first session struggles with because we're kind of addicted to it. Is the horrible, awful game of Nukem. You get that? Yeah, every other session plays volleyball. For some reason, we're stuck on Nukem. It's, we, we can't cure this sickness. I don't know what's going on. But it's... Because you know what? 
You say there's teams in Newcom. There's not teams. <laughs> there's no teams. It's all individual. You know who you are because I've done it. I've asked for forgiveness. But, because, <laughs> you know, you're always the one on the side. And uh, you see the person next to you, and they it's coming right at them. Here in their hands, they drop it. What do you say? Sorry, bro. Get off the court. We got a game go. <laughs> Let's go, Butterfingers. Come on. I'm in it to win it. Let's go. Because there's only one winner in Newcomb. But the best example, the best examples, I'm going to cheat a little bit. I've seen some stuff. I'll tell you who said them later. But there's some quotes that I want to say about grace real quick. But a good description of grace is, grace tells me, that I'm enough, but even more that God is enough. True grace is when you still know how you were hurt, and even while knowing that, you choose to still love that person. Verse 7 through 8, it says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he has lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight. I love the word lavished. Because it makes me think of barbecuing. <laughs> Mostly because I think about the little brush, you know, that you use, that you, uh, you marinate with. Because I imagine God dipping that brush in grace and just lavishing it on me. That's what I think of. I just think of just like marinating in grace. That's all I think about. He's going to lavish that on you when you accept Christ. Verse 9 to 10. Making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he has set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time, to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. When you're in Christ, you're part of his plan. You're part of his body. You're part of his family. Some of y'all feel unwanted. Some of y'all feel unloved. I don't want to make this trivial, and I'm going to get a little serious. Yeah, we can talk about sports, being on whatever team, we can talk about Newcomb, we can talk about winning and losing, but it's not winning and losing. That's right. It's just life and death. You're either, you're either living or you're dying. You're, you're either living with Christ or, or there's no point. The only life worth living is one with Christ. It will never be what it was meant to be if you did not have Christ in your life. And the God does that through grace. He lavishes it on you. And then He sets you loose. He sets you loose to live heaven on earth. Amen. And to bring it here to be part of His family, to grow it, to fill up that table. I'm going to close real quick. I'm going to keep, keep it kind of short. Um, I was trying to think of a good story to finish this up. I couldn't think of one. <laughs> so I really just want to talk to y'all about this. This is your story. This is your story. Because Christ can live in you. 
He's living in a lot of y'all. There's some of y'all that don't have Christ. God was meant for you. Christ was meant to live in you. You were meant to have Christ in you. We're going to learn a lot about grace this week. The, the only thing that I can think of is we're meant to live for more than just this small stuff. We're meant to be lavished by that grace to go out. Again, there's no life worth living that does not include Christ in your life. This is going to be a good week. I love y'all. Thanks for listening.